and that'll be a whole another emotional decision uh, for me to make. Oh gosh! Well, you're gonna have to go <laughs> dig deep with all of Madonna's. Oh my god! Maybe I should listen back. to MDNA, right? Yeah. Well, then we come to some girls. So, um, so I will say I don't really have much of an opinion on that one. That one's kind of. For that, that one kind of fell flat for me, honestly. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Maybe it's just the way um, the way the song arrangement is, or maybe like the lyrics. Again, it's not a it's not a bad song, but it's just not one that's I would go out of my way to listen to either. So I don't know if you have thoughts yeah. on that one. And, you know, I think just with this album in general, and this might be, this is what I kind of sort of feel for at least the next few tracks is like there's nothing necessarily special about these that make them stand out in a way that either make me love them or hate them. They -hmm. just kind of like exist on the plane of a 2012 Madonna. Right. Uh, And could they be called filler tracks? Sure. Some of them are fun to listen to when I'm listening to the album, I don't skip it. It just might be playing in the background and I don't pay attention as much. Uh, I think this is also around the same time. Well, I think it started more with hard candy. Well, mainly because I didn't listen to that album like at all, but this one, even though I listened to it a lot, I started getting to a point where I didn't even start learning the words anymore. Just all these songs. Yeah. I don't know the words. Right. So it's kind of like, I'm glad you said that because I sort of feel like there's a few tracks coming up that I, I, that I really love and I definitely want to, talk about more but yeah i kind of feel the same way it's not one of those where it's it's like ray of light i know all the words to the entire album right yeah exactly i like it i don't hate it but it's yeah i don't love it it's exactly it's it's sort of like a filler track for me i can see if someone says oh yeah i skipped that song i'm like okay i can see that right sure right That's, that's sort of how i feel about it too because if you're looking at the lyrics it's just you know, talk about some girls. It's just, it's not really like if we were following a storyline from like, you know, gangbang to this, it's, mm-hmm. it's not really, it doesn't really align with it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. A superstar. Let's just go. Let's, if, if we don't have a lot to say about it, we can, we can go on to the next track. Yeah. Um, I will say superstar is just kind of a nice lull for me. Just, I think because I like that, ooh, la, la. I mean, it's, again, the same thing. It, it's not really one that stands out for me. Um, like, mm-hmm. like uh, again, gangbang or the opening number. But it's, again, it's just relaxing. It's fun. Um, but it does kind of remind me of like a campy, um, I don't know, like a, a high school love. I mean, honestly, this is really her cherish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, there. you just said it. Yeah. Because I know what we were talking about. Give me all your love and turn off the radio. It's it's one of those, okay, here was an intense song. Now let's let's take it down a notch. Yeah. So it was, it's fun. I, I do like it. And it's very, it's very fluffy. It's very cotton candy song for her. And I think I liked it uh, originally when I listened to the album, but I think it's one of those songs where it becomes an earworm where it's like, I do not want this song stuck in my head, but it's, I mean, <laughs> you're right. It is an earworm. <laughs> and I just did it. Ooh, Ooh la la. la. <laughs> I'm your biggest fan. It's true. Yes. Um, you're, you're right. Uh, I mean, the lyrics are cheesy. It's, I mean, 
I mean, I love it, but I also don't. I, it's it's there. It's on the album. It's there if I want to listen to it. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of how I feel about it too. <laughs> uh, so, so it was used as a Bravo commercial uh, promotional song. So when they were coming back with a new season of Housewives, My Life, My Life on the D List, or or something like that, you know, they show all these promos, and I believe the song was used for it. Hmm. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I just remember, I would always remember when a song would be used, a Madonna song particularly, would be used as a promotional song. Like um, Edit One, aka the video version of Fever, was used for a Desperate Housewives promo. Um, okay, yes. American Life was used that. for an HBO promotion. So um, I kind of usually just, uh, I remember Ray of Light was used for, what was it, fucking like MSN like, Internet Explorer or something? Yes, yeah, something something <laughs> just, like that. Yep. Something ridiculous like that. I mean, it's a cute song. And I believe uh, Lola is singing background vocals. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. kind of like you said, it's it's the Cherish. It's like a cute little song. Mm-hmm. But see, now, now that I think about it, you're like, oh, God, I don't know if I want that earworm. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a song I think you could play for kids, and kids would love it. Yeah, it, that's kind of what it reminds me of. And so I think in in that aspect of it, I can relate to it as just, like, childlike and enjoy it from that perspective or that lens of it. Like, you know, if if I was a, a soccer mom with a van and had my kids in the back, I'd play the song for them. They'd love it. Right. It sounds like it could, it could be turned into one of those, what do they, they used to call them? Kids bops or kids beats kids, or something? Kid bops? Kids yes, bop, where, yeah. where they would take even dirty lyrics to some of these pop songs <laughs> and make it into, do you remember that back in the 90s? And would turn they it still into, do, it. They do they still, still do it? it? Oh, still, wow. I think they, did they do it for WAP? I think they did it for WAP. They changed it into a kids bop version. And no I can't way. imagine what these producers are like. They're like, ah, oh, get the kids in the studio pronto we need to make this we need Jeez. to get this out there to the to the masses you know what i, mean? I, <laughs> I just can't I imagine always, the producer of kids pop i know i always thought that was so freaking bizarre i mean luckily i think because my parents were really you know they, they raised me to be a good person so they didn't really i mean they let me listen to madonna when i was a tween <laughs> so obviously they were pretty liberal in some ways but yeah i just remember hearing the kids bop and that's just ridiculous but yeah kids it's a tangent fucking weird to me like that it is, is the weird. weirdest thing that has ever been produced in like the history of like life you know what i mean like you're gonna take a song that everybody knows or take a song that's like super super popular and really dirty and and change the lyrics to make it child friendly it's it's like when those um <laughs> super christian oh it, i think it was like for an easter production where it was justin timberlake song instead of, of sexy course. back we're bringing jesus back oh my god and i'm just like th- this is this is batshit psycho crazy like this these are what psycho people do they they come up with ideas to then they do it for blurred lines too for blurred lines they wow. made a kids bop version of this yeah <sighs> wayne see now you've got me thinking this yeah, but superstar is different because i don't think right. they would have to change the lyrics no they wouldn't but now i'm thinking what were there any madonna songs on kids bop albums oh my gosh now mm. i'm wondering i don't know if i want to go down Let, that let's dark let's ra- google, rabbit let's hole google that let me google that while oh, we no. um <laughs> while we go to i don't give a 
Maybe that was a kid's Bob song. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. What do you think oh, about yeah. I Don't Give a... All right. So that is my another hype song for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a toned down rage for me from Gang Bang. So it's like it, but it's more positive, empowering, like... I don't know. It's like a purposeful rage in a way. It's just, yeah. hey, I'm I'm here. I'm me. So for me, it's a very uplifting song. That is, um, that's a great. I mean, it's a great gym song for me. I love it. It really, really gets me pumped up. And then having Nicki Minaj in the back, I, I that is one of the songs I definitely don't want to skip on the album. Uh, I like I like the drama of the song. Yes, it's very quick. It it sort of reminds me of. <sighs> I mean, no, not really the way it's arranged, but how fast it is, like a lot of information in the song. It kind of reminds me of like a, a Billy Joel, We Didn't Start the Fire. It's it's just very quick. It's a lot to take in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that in the bridge where you know it's really directed at Guy Ritchie where it says, I tried to be a good girl. I tried to be your wife. Diminish myself and swallow my light. I tried to become all that you expect of me. And if it was a failure, I don't give a fuck. Meaning like, I don't give a fuck what you thought about what I was doing. I tried to do everything your way and it wasn't working for me. So here I am. You're I'm gangbanging you in the, <laughs> yeah. in the DNA album since and get the fuck out of my life. Just fucking yes. go. Just yep. go. And that's exactly, that's another powerful song for me. It's, it's when I need it. It's, it's not quite, it's like you've moved past the rage of like, I have to metaphorically kill this person off because of just mm-hmm. what, what happened. But but yeah, when you're in the I don't give a phase of, of healing, so to speak, like for this song for me, yeah, like what you just said, it's she slows down, takes that pause and says, you know, I tried everything. I'm not perfect. You know, I'm done. Goodbye. Yeah. We know the the bridge is more of like the emotional part yes. for the song. But like throughout the song, she's like lawyer's custody and yep. uh, I didn't have a prenup and like this is very, very directed at guy. If anything, it's it's more of a rage song than than gangbang. I think gangbang is her emotional response to what she wrote about in her right. wrote about for this song, where That's she's true. like, you know, like I've got to do yep. all these things now. Now that you, now that you are out of my life, we're not a partnership anymore. So I can't rely on you for anything. I am going to live my life this way, but this is my life now. I accept it. I did all this shit and it didn't work for you. But, you know, in in, a, in any relationship that you're in, it's a partnership. You have to do things that make both of you happy. There are things that one person does that makes them super happy. There's one thing that the other person does to make them happy. And then there's things that you do together to make you both happy. And I think a lot of people look at a marriage or even a relationship is like, it's got to be something that always makes us both happy. And, you know, especially with someone like Madonna with such like a creative mind to always want to generate um, something or, or display something that is in her, her creative mind. But Guy Ritchie may have been like, no, don't do that. I don't like how that represents or right. puts a light on me. Well, it's like, well, what are you, what are we doing then? What are we doing in this Right, exactly. And see, and like what you were saying earlier, it's like, you know, we don't want to get totally involved in all these aspects of her life. But with this, with this song, she's putting it all out there. I mean, there's no metaphor here. I mean, she's saying things like lawyers, custody, didn't have a prenup. Mm -hmm. Like it's, 
there's no room for speculation with yeah. what this song is about <laughs> at all. And, and I think that's where it's great, where this is, these are songs that I feel like people can relate to where, yes. um, where she is talking about something very super personal, where it's not ambiguous. We, we know exactly what it is, but we start looking at, I mean, I was in a, a 21 year relationship that I was not happy in at all. And I didn't know how to get out of it. You know what I mean? And it's like, and then I get into this new relationship and here we are almost seven years later and I'm off doing a contract for seven months while he stays at home. That would never, that would never fly. The, the, the idea would never even come up in my previous relationship. I would just, mm-hmm. just keep going to my nine to five job, come home and be unhappy. So I think being able to hear a song like this makes me appreciate what is going good in my life um, Mm -hmm. and not having to go through that struggle because I understand that struggle of not being yourself when you're with somebody else and just putting on a brave face just for the sake of not having a failed relationship, which I encourage everyone to don't go for second best baby. Think of yourself and your happiness is just as important as your happiness with that person. Right. And even if you didn't, yes. And for me, my situation, even if I didn't at the time want the relationship to end, um, this song is very empowering for me because it's just Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to go back to someone who discarded me. I'm not like, why would you do that? And I think a lot of people get stuck in, now we're (laughs) putting the therapist hat on now, but yeah, I think a lot of people, (laughs) including myself, they get stuck in in these cycles and it's just because it's that fear of the unknown. And for this song, here she Mm -hmm. is. After all this, and of course, the, the British media calling, you know, it's all her fault, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She's just like, you know what? I don't give a, I'm, I'm done. Goodbye. I don't give, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's very empowering. And you it's, want, think what you want. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? I'm just going to go and continue to live my life, which is, I think, something that Madonna has always embodied that, like, think what you want. I think she put her, she put her Justify My Love hat back on when she was on that Nightline episode. And, like, you know what? Think what you want. I'm just going to go ahead and and continue living life. I've I've said my piece. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm I'm going to go back to being who I want to be and expressing myself the way that I need to express myself. Right, and acknowledging that. Me. Yeah, she's not perfect, and and mm-hmm. that's the thing. I love how she says that. It's like I tried to do. I tried to be your wife. I tried to, you know, have a good partnership and be happy. But if that doesn't work out, then. Yeah, I, I love that. I and really why, you don't stay together. Just right, and it's just, and she's like, you know what? Like, kind of like with me, I'm okay being the villain. Just you. Sometimes you're the villain in, in in people's stories, and that's okay. It's hard to accept you love someone when they want what you want, but you don't. Mm. To quote, waiting. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, we had a lot to say about that one. Let's we go did. to the next track. Yes, <laughs> I'm a sinner. Um. So that one's kind of a medium for me. Okay. I, I think that's a continuation of I don't give a, but we're going to take it down a notch a little bit of she's <laughs> kind of just explaining, yeah, I'm a sinner and, and I like it that way. Basically kind of just, for me, it's a continuation of, yeah, I'm not perfect. I have flaws, but this is who I am. That's how I view that song as a continuation of um, I don't give a. That's my take on it. Yeah, I think the sinner, uh, the I'm a sinner, feels very '60s retro in the same sense that, um, "Give Me All Your Love" 
had yes. sonically, if I'm speaking sonically. Uh, so I enjoy the song because it's also a throwback to to remind you this this is a William Orbit production. So it has a very beautiful stranger, a very um, like that kind of feel. It has a very amazing sound to it, mm-hmm. like that was on music. So it's just this very reminiscent of like, oh, William Orbit's back. And, and now I definitely know it from this song. And I like that when she performed it live, she incorporated Cyberaga. So okay, I think she is sort of telling a story in the sequencing of this album in the sense that like she put gangbang towards the front of it. Just, just so you know that she's, well, one, Girl's Gone Wild. She's letting you know she's back to true form. She's back to being Madonna. Yes, exactly. Gangbang is why and how she felt and why she needed to be back to that. Um, girls just want to have some fun. So we got Gangbang. Yep. And then um, I Don't Give a really went into the details. And I'm a Sinner is, is her just kind of tongue-in-cheek embracement of, you know what? I am a sinner. And I like it that way. Mm-hmm. And what's funny about that is that uh, Cyberaga is really the closing chant to yoga. Oh. Um, so Ashti, Ashtangi, uh, did I mess up the words? Is that the name of the song from Ray of Light? Yes. Is yeah. the oh. opening chant to yoga. And I learned this from um, our friend. Well, yes, our friend, but also uh, Zorian Cross, who I actually met in London a few weeks ago. Um, He was on my show for the Ray of Light album, but he is the one that explained that to me. And I did not experience it until uh, I went to Amy's house, our our mutual friend, Amy, who uh, gives yoga lessons. It was so funny. And hearing it, and I'm like... I'm doing the I'm doing the beat in my head. I'm like, oh, Shanti. Yep. So you had, so yeah. What happened was you had gone before me to that uh-huh. yoga class, and you know, and I was doing the chant with her too. And I said the same thing you said. I said, oh, this is a Madonna song, and she's like, oh, you and Wayne both. <laughs> Love it. Love it. And then Cyberaga, which is the B side of music, is the closing chant that is done. So I would hear okay. her. I would hear her do the chant and I'd be like, I know this song. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. But um, I love that she included, I love that Madonna included a piece of that song in I'm a Sinner during the live production. And I love the whole like background images too. Cause it's, it's your, your, your sweet pickles VW bus Um in the background and like very hippie, very trippy, very beautiful stranger. Uh, and, yes. and I just, I don't know. I, it, it kind of gives me a nice warm hug. This song gives me like a nice warm hug because sonically yeah. it, it meets all the things that I need to um, feel good about her being a center. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the I, eyes I of others. The same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Like a, a nice warm hug. Again, for me, it's a continuation of the I don't give up, but it's just, mm-hmm. you know, we got to bring it down a little bit too. Yep. Um, and that takes us, we're, get, we're getting towards like the end of the album. Well, mm-hmm. I'll say the end of the non-bonus track or deluxe version right. of the album, which is um, We Get Love Spent, which is, again, a song about, oh. I, I think is a, a song about guys. 
Oh, I, there's no speculation, especially <laughs> when we, especially when we talk about um, the tour. And yeah, and that's I know that's another uh, topic yeah. for when we get into the MDNA tour. But um, I thoroughly enjoy that song. I think it's for me, it's heart wrenching um, because I, I think for me, when I hear, especially when I hear the really powerful acoustic version from the tour, for me, that's her really just acknowledging that grief part of it too. So it's like, she's feeling empowered. She's angry. She's empowered that, you know, after I don't give a, I'm, I'm done. Mm -hmm. But for this, yeah. for me, from what I take from it is that she's acknowledging that, well, Hey, this still hurts. And mm -hmm. I, you left me as a shell of a person. Basically she's saying she's love spent. She's, she's drained. And yeah, that's a really sad, powerful song for me on that yeah. album. Um, and because Gangbang was not included on the Walmart version of the album, a as a bonus track, they put Love Spent Acoustic as a oh. bonus track on the album, which I see, uh, yeah, I would see be that. the only reason to buy a physical copy from Walmart right. would be to get this Love Spent Acoustic version. Luckily, I think it's it's been released like, I don't know if it's on streaming. I didn't check that, but um, I, I I know that you could find it online. Right, and then, and it's the version she does on the tour. Right. Ex yeah. Yeah. Just that really. Oh gosh. Yeah. Very powerful song. Very powerful lyrics. But yeah, and again, that's where she's getting really raw of just everything that happened with that. And I think she's really letting her guard down in that song for mm -hmm. sure because you know when you're healing you, you you have days where you feel empowered and that's where you have for me the songs like gang bang or i don't give and you feel good but then there are some days where it's just wow i feel drained and i feel i feel spent i'm love spent <laughs> literally yeah i mean some of the lyrics are i some of the lyrics are hard to swallow like yeah if, what, what was what's the one that i <laughs> i just find utterly like like oh this is this is a cringy lyric. Um, frankly, if my name was Benjamin, because she's referring to like money as well, like right. because guy ended up getting a settlement from this marriage. Um, frankly, if my name was Benjamin, like Benjamin Franklin, we wouldn't be in the mess we're in. Yeah, that, right. That, that was that is kind of like a a cringy lyric, right, but girl. when it's okay. slowed down in that really oh, raw yes, acoustic from the tour, I honestly I was so moved during that moment in the tour. I didn't even hear that. Um, but but then other parts of the lyrics, um, of course, yes. You know, hold me like your money. Tell me that you want me. Um, now you have your money. Spend it till there's nothing. And yeah, so basically, I just think for her, it's a metaphor of just, of course, yeah, yeah. You drained me, and obviously, she's doing fine now, and you do heal, and you become empowered. But when it initially happens, yeah, you feel, yeah, like you're a shell. She's spent. There's, mm -hmm. and especially, you know, in the end, she's hold on to me till there's nothing left. <laughs> yeah, I will say that uh, when we get to masterpiece which has another uh what i'm i call the cringe the cringe lyric of uh -huh. her entire career i will oh. get to it but i want oh, you to God, give your I thoughts on it first all right the, she became a two-time golden globe winner with the song um because it did win a golden globe for best song she beat elton john and i remember them cutting to elton john after she won 
And I know, I think this is where a lot of that feud ended up coming because he had already talked about her, like not really singing live on stage around, I think it was on the reinvention tour. Um, but when she won, you could see he was so fucking pissed. And I can't remember, I remember. if he said anything or not, but like, I just remember her winning for this song and for, for the movie WE, which she directed. Um, it, it, it created like this larger feud. I, did they bury the, they buried the hatchet eventually? And I, I think that so. he had some nice things to say recently. Um, but I can't remember if it was around this time where he congratulated her or if he, or if he stirred more shit up. I'm sure someone knows. I don't really care about that stuff, but I yeah. do still find it funny. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on this song? Uh, so again, I, I, I am really glad to hear that traditional ballad come back. For me, I'm trying to think of what this song reminds me of. Um, See now I'm drawing a blank. It's, it is it's, very reminiscent of uh, of a Madonna song or a non Madonna song. A Madonna song, like from her "Something to Remember" album. But now I'm drawing a, a blank. So you'll see. Maybe or the other one, or the other one. Um, one more chance. I I that's it. That's it. One more chance. So yeah, it, it kind of reminded me of that. It was it, it was nice to have that ballad back um but again i'm kind of like with you with this and and i'm looking forward to hearing it um the lyrics were not as moving for me as like love spent for example Mm -hmm. i don't know why they just weren't again i like the arrangement of the song but yeah i just wasn't as moved yeah i think like sonically i think it 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 um it, it sounds similar to time stood still maybe for me from the next best thing um yeah that's that's true um it has that kind of vibe to it because it was this this was uh william orbit he did produce this song with her so you know his you're bound to repeat yourself if you work with someone for yeah for and, and so I mean, there are some really nice lyrics in here that i i can appreciate the idea of being love with a masterpiece some someone essentially someone you put up on a pedestal yeah. is what mm-hmm. i'm i'm gathering from from this uh piece so again and i like the idea nothing's indestructible so no there's some really good moments in it of that profound ballad but again not as moving for me as love spent <laughs> uh, yeah it's not this is not this is not one of my favorites like at all and it all has to do with the opening line which I cannot move past. If you were the Mona okay. Lisa, you'd be hanging in the Louvre. And, and that's your cringiest. Where the fuck of... else would you be hanging? <laughs> that's a good point. You're right. That's a good what? point. The Mona Lisa is not even that great of a painting. It's only gotten popular because it was stolen in like the 20s or the 40s or something. And then it got returned. And then people went to go flock to see it. It used to just be a regular art piece hanging in the Louvre. Yeah, and you know, and I'm looking at the next. I know, and so and, <laughs> but it's interesting. It's like I'm looking at the next lyric, so that everyone would come to see you. You'd be impossible to move. Like, couldn't she have picked like a statue of some, like a famous statue of some kind? I don't know. Yeah, I, I see just what feel you're like saying. It was now. very. It was a very easy. It was a very easy reference. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like Madonna. Um, you know, because she can 
evoke many emotions that you don't know that are always there in your life, Mm -hmm. even though they're all always there. It's almost like saying, if you were a steering wheel, you'd be in my car. It's, you know, it's it's just so like, well, yeah, where else would a steering wheel be? So I don't know. I wish, I wish, I shouldn't say I wish. I mean, she makes the music she makes and she writes the lyrics she likes. People like what they like. So I am not going to yuck anyone's yum, but I am just like, that is just, I just can't move. I can't listen to the rest of that song because of that lyric. It's just so, I'm putting my foot down. I can't. <laughs> I, and I plus, know, I we, don't feel like it belongs on the album because I think it was created for the W.E. movie. I don't agree you know, with the song being thrown on the album I actually, as an extra track. You know what? You're right about that, Wayne, honestly, because I because I actually was saying, saying that, too, to myself when I was listening to MDNA again. I was like, I thought this was from the soundtrack. That, right. That's, that's, that's where my first mind went with this song. I thought it's this like, was a soundtrack yeah, piece. It's like Die, Die Another Day being put onto American Life. I don't think it right. fits. Um, yeah. Um, and I think there's some, what are some other ones that were on the soundtrack and then ended up on her album? I think the only one I can think of is Live to Tell, but that I think fits on her, fits on the True Blue album. Yes, yeah. Even though it was written for the movie um, at close range. But like Crazy For You wasn't thrown on the album, like on the it first or second no. album. It could have been, but it wasn't. Um this used to be my playground was not thrown onto erotica. It could, it doesn't sonically fit, but it could have been. And that's what this feels like. This, even though the production was done by, you know, William Orbit and Madonna, where they were also working on this album at the same time, I get it and I understand it, but I just don't, it does. I think it does fit sonically. I don't think it fits I don't think this song fits. I think the only reason why it fits is because production wise it fits. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Plus they had bonus tracks to choose from, which we're, we're going to talk about soon, but that's, that's just my take on it. I don't like masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, again, I, I'm kind of like with you. I like aspects of it. I, mm-hmm. I get some of the profundities that are, within it but like i'm saying it's it yeah you're right it just a masterpiece that doesn't fit it needs to stay in the louvre (laughs) (laughs) no the song will not be put in any history museum ever (laughs) (laughs) no but it's it's my hot dog song when she performs it live the this is a song it's my hot dog song for for the mdna tour this is my hot dog song now I'll say like whenever I go to see a concert, I never leave. I I watch the whole thing. I hold. I I don't your, go on your, any your bathroom po- your breaks. Potty breaks. So, I, yeah. yeah, I don't go on any potty breaks. I don't like leave to go get a drink. I don't. No, I, when I go to see a tour, I'm there. But if there were a hot dog song during a concert, this is my hot dog song. Masterpiece would be the one. <laughs> Masterpiece is my hot dog song. I I got I got three minutes and fifty nine seconds to get to to go get a hot dog or a pretzel. Wow. Yeah. You're right. I never, I, I never would have thought about this song that we've cut, but you're right now. See, I'm not going to be able to kind of like the earworm of the other yeah. one. I'm not going to be able to unhear it. The, um, earworm of superstar, but yeah. 
Oh gosh. But you're gonna make me listen to more songs more closely now too. So <laughs> Gang Bang and and I'm a s i am think I'm going to listen to I'm a Sinner a different way and Love Spent mm-hmm. in a different way now that like you've given your perspective on it. And also I don't give yeah, I'm gonna be like listening to this album soon and a lot. Um and have a different take on it. Um yeah. but we do yeah. get to the official closer which okay. is falling free um i'll get your thoughts on it first before um, I mine. so it, it, i am just kind of neutral with that one okay honestly um again it, it doesn't do the same thing for me as the same thing like i keep going back to love spent um yeah i think it's just a nice it's a nice closer but I don't really have a lot of thoughts on it. So I'd love to hear yours. So maybe, cause maybe this is one I need to revisit again. I, I will say originally it was not one of my favorites on the album. Like this was not, I heard it and it was kind of like, it was a, not necessarily a hot dog song, but it was a, um, <laughs> it was just kind of like, it felt like it's, madonna doing a minstrel song um because it feels very minstrel in yeah, the cadence and the way that she yes. sings it but i don't know i think there was one time where i was just i was just laying in, and i was probably going through something emotionally and i remember just listening to it and just being like i don't want to get out of this moment i just want to listen okay. to this song like on repeat because uh, I think she, she talks about, uh, I mean, to me, this is her, her depression song. Like it's her about um, trying to feeling like things were so great and they, they just weren't and having to find that light and pull yourself out of a depression mm. and, and feeling like um, what were the words she says? She says like, I see our hearts are intertwined and then I'm free, free of mine. Free of mine. Yes. And deep and pure, our hearts aligned and then I'm free. I'm free of mind. And I, I think I really resonate with the song after my, my breakup with um, my last partner where I just felt like I felt so, so secure where I was in that relationship. I felt a level of security and a, a level of convenience and it felt very, it, it really hurt to leave that relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but then I realized how freeing it was to get out of it. Oh, yeah. You know, when we were together and things were great, they were great. But when they were bad, they were really bad. And I, And this may not be what the song is about, but I think it was like, when you're willing to take that risk and put everything on the line that you've ever known and go into the unknown Mm -hmm. and just, excuse me, you don't realize like how great your life can be when you just cut that cord and just fall free. Like that's, that's what I got. Oh gosh, Wayne, you're going to have to, Oh God. 
I don't oh, know man, why I'm getting so, so emotional about it, but no. So so now that now you're gonna have to, now I definitely am gonna have to listen to that again because it's just having such a strong reaction for you, and and that's sort of like love spent for me um, of just feeling yeah. emptiness. But now with this one, I'm falling, I'm falling, I'm falling free, and because you know we talk about that about just having to cut that cord even though mm-hmm. it hurts whether you know you were whether it was mutual or whether it wasn't um oh i'm 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 going to have to spend some time with this probably later this evening and yeah. i think um sorry i don't know why like i don't know why that just hit me uh but yeah. i would also say sonically too like just the music just it, it, it hearing like all the twinkling at the end and kind of the the um the the sustainment of like and the crescendos of like the violence i don't even know if they were real violins or if they were just keyboards but i felt like i could get lost in that moment and just sit there and and like just get lost in these words because it was what I was going through at the time. It was a depression, but it was like finally being happy to let go of something that I held on so dearly to that was making me so unhappy. And then you, you, you finally, you you finally just let yourself go Mm -hmm. in in a good way. Like you, you finally just like, cut off that limb that was that was holding you back emotionally and and not allowing you to do love yourself or love your partner in the way that that you know that you needed to be loved in the way that you needed to love that other person Mm. and that's that's what this song represents to me so, oh, well, you got me choked up now. I'm, I'm going to have to listen to this again because for me, um, that, that it sounds to me that it's having that impact on you. I know we're jumping to a different album, but yeah. for Rebel Heart, what you're feeling right now, Wash, uh, Wash All Over Me had that impact on me, that same sort of yeah. thing. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to revisit this Falling Free song. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I would just say, like, if you're going to listen to it again, maybe, you know, turn it on, listen to the words, but then afterwards, read the words and just read mm-hmm. it more of like a, a form of poetry, because that's what I feel like. It's it's very poetic in that way where the words have such deep meaning. And, you know, I think when we were talking about this, like, oh, you know, like, I don't really see a story thread here of how she sequenced the album. But honestly, I feel like this is a true closer because she basically talks about like, I did love you. Yeah. I did love you guy. I, I, you know, as as much as we went through and as much as upset as I am, I did love you, but I have to love myself. I have Mm -hmm. to love myself and you need to love yourself. So you go, I'll go. And, and, you know, let's, let's agree that this was the best thing for both of us yeah i i think oof, you're, you're i definitely need to listen to this again because because you're right it see now that you say that it does make sense to how this is like the closing because you're yeah i feel like this whole album she's going through 
she's going through it all the stages of grief depression Mm -hmm. i mean anger rage and then like i was saying with what i what i was you know i'm still in my healing journey you know you have days where you feel empowered and you got this and yeah there's the other days where yeah then you feel love spent you just feel tired and it's just why why do i have to do this work to heal why do i have to do this right um so yeah i'm just wondering if like if i hear this now if i listen to falling free from this perspective it's how it'll all bring it together to a, a close yeah. in a way. No, I mean, it's not a, a close because as we know, healing, it's, it's not linear, but just, yeah. Like the idea of, of letting go, it's just eventually you have to, and you have to learn the art of detachment as, as painful mm-hmm. as it is. Yeah, yeah. Because again, if you don't love yourself, you're not going to be able to love really anyone else fully. If you don't love yourself. How the hell are you going to love somebody else? That's as RuPaul so true. would say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so in the interest of time, let's, let's, let's just talk about this collectively. There was a deluxe edition of the album, which yes. had the better cover, which I'm arguing is the better cover because <laughs> it's just the close-up of her face versus the regular edition of the album, which is, you know, you see her fully bodied sitting down in a red dress, which beautiful picture. And right, but I, beautiful I do concept like the close-up. Mm-hmm. I do like the concept. I mean, it's Madonna's face. I want to see her face. It was Beautiful Killer, I Fucked Up, B-Day Song featuring M.I.A. and Best Friend. Do you have a favorite of those? Oh, well, there are also Give Me All You Love and the Party Rock remix featuring LMFAO, who were yes. on uh, stage with her for the Super Bowl performance. I don't really have an opinion about that. I feel like it's just, it was just kind of like, oh, they're they're famous right now for their their hit song, which I don't even remember the name of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, wasn't it Party Rock? I, I, wasn't that I think so. Song? I think so, yeah. Everybody in the house tonight. Yeah, oh, yep, that's it. I think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, but do you have a favorite of those bonus tracks? So I will be honest with you. I, I don't think I had the bonus tracks, or I didn't listen to them a lot originally mm-hmm. in 2012. So I had to kind of go back and revisit them so the one that again back to the healing thing uh-huh. um i think the one that hit me hard for these bonus tracks was best friend um yeah because again this is no speculation here just um straight up talking about about guy and just like because yeah I, I felt that way too with this recent thing that happened with me it's just yeah i felt like you were you were my best friend um and i also like um the way the music's arranged too. Um, I, yeah. Cause it's, it's such a tricky song because you see the very beginning, I miss your brain the way you think, but I don't, I don't miss the way you used to drink. And that, uh, that one hits me hard. So again, mm-hmm. just from, cause of what I'm going through that, that song resonated with me a lot. Yeah. Best friend. I get that. And she did use it in her tour. She used it as a, a video interlude, I believe. Yes. Yep. Yep. And I'll go on about that too. Yeah. She didn't <laughs> sing it, but yeah, it's, yeah, that's a powerful, um, is it, am I saying that right? Is it interlude or transition something? Interlude. Yeah. Interlude. Video yeah, interlude. It's a, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that one was very powerful um, because I think it's because I saw, I remember that from the tour. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's a neat arrangement too. It's, yeah. I don't know. The lyrics and all of that. It's just, I like it. Beautiful Killer. Well, it's not necessarily my favorite, but I 
when she she did a um a kind of one-off concert at the where was it in paris at the um olympia where she this was kind of like the bonus song that no one else got to see but um but it was broadcast so i remember watching it and basically um getting toys tour spoilers um but beautiful killer was one that she performed that she didn't perform regularly on tour but she did it to the music of die another day which i thought was interesting and she had kind of like the black trench coat and it was and in the background they were showing like scenes from this movie I, i forget the name of the movie but it was like um secret agent espionage like type thing which i thought was mm-hmm. like really fun to do but my and i don't know why i just said that i just felt like i needed to say, tell you about that or tell our listeners about that to revisit and go watch <laughs> that online yeah um but my favorite is probably a um a controversial one i like i'm fucked up i think it's a beautiful love song yes it just includes the f word i you know, I like that too. Cause for me hearing that song, it's, she's taking some account, you know, she's taking accountability right. mm-hmm. again saying like, I know I'm not perfect either. And she, yeah, that it was basically like an accountability song of just, Hey, I'm acknowledging that, you know, it goes both ways in relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I think that was, I think it's, it's, it's like self-realization. Like, Yeah. I mean, yeah, you were the reason I, I left because I don't like you anymore, essentially. But you know what? I I know that if if there was work to be done in this relationship, maybe I didn't try as hard as maybe I should have. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, still, eventually, the point is they weren't. She wasn't meant to be with whoever she was writing the song about, right? Or this album about. AKA Guy Ritchie. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's the same for me with Best Friend. Just some really powerful lyrics in there. Um, and so that for me was like almost like a letting go piece, sort of like what mm-hmm. Falling Free has for you. Because again, she's like, still I have no regrets because I survived yep. the biggest test. And so for me, it's just like, well, if you can get through a heartbreak like that, you can get through a lot of things. So yeah, yeah. That, that's what that song did for me when I, again, I literally just listened to it again a week ago. I don't know if I, I I'm sure I heard it back in 2012, but it, mm-hmm. I, it definitely did not sink in the way it did now. Yeah. And then B-Day, B-Day song was the only one we didn't really talk about, but uh, people don't like this one either, but I don't know. I think it's just like a fun little ditty and it's just another throwback to that, that sixties hippie trippy. It's mm-hmm. about a birthday song. It's 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 a very much a B side. It's very much a B side where you know you find this on the back of a cassette in 1989, yeah. 1990. Uh, that's not on the album. It's this little 60s bop. All right, here we go back to the bop thing. Did, did you ever Google <laughs> if Madonna's songs were ever made into a freaking kids bop? Oh. I did. Hold on. Because now, now the listeners have to find out if that was actually a thing <laughs> since we've gone down that psychotic rabbit hole. Um, hung up. <laughs> of kids. Hung up was made into a kid's bop. Mm-hmm. Holiday. Okay. Uh, All right. I can see that one a little bit, but. Ugh. Uh, four minutes with Justin Timberlake. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, I don't, I, I'm not sure any others. There was one that says. Kids Bop 1990 with composer Madonna and Chet Pettibone. 
Would that mean hmm. Vogue was made into a kids' bop? Oh, yeah, Vogue was made into a kids' bop. All songs that didn't need lyrics changed. So Right, I was just going to say, there's no... Okay. I mean, what, erotica? Would, would they make that into a kids' bop? <laughs> they make a kids' bop. Oh, my gosh. Man, you could really go down the rabbit hole of, of that. <laughs> of human nature into a kids' bop. Oh, man. Human nature. Um uh what's another one uh where life begins that's a kid oh yeah (laughs) that would be a fun one um should we just hire some kids and let's hire the kids of a christmas story and get them to do kids of of salacious madonna songs and we'll we'll change all the lyrics (laughs) i am absolutely here for that if they would do it bring in the bring in the harmonies and everything the whole cast the whole new cast Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. We'll make our yeah. own kids bop and just re- reclaim it. Oh my gosh, you're right. It, it's it's so bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> but Lauren, it has been a pleasure to catch up with you. It's been a pleasure to talk to you about the MDA album. It, yes. um, I really enjoyed your perspective and of course on kind of like the heartbreak and healing of Madonna as it relates to this album. I, I'm sure there's plenty of other tracks that we could all relate to and, and find some sort of healing and therapy in a way that um, resonates with us because we all go through these emotionals and, and uh, there is a there is a Madonna song for each and every one of them. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, well, it's been <laughs> wonderful catching up with you too. I've been looking forward to this. Um, I know we've been talking about it for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's been uh, wonderful. Where can people say hi to you on socials? Yeah, so um, for Instagram, my name is uh, Lauren, and it's underscore wiki wiki. It's just a little wiki, wiki. play on my last wiki wiki. Yeah, pretty easy. Um, and I and I follow the Madonna Get Together podcast, and I can you know I know you'll tag me and everything. So yeah. yeah, come come find me on Instagram. That's the main place I post, and I also have a blog, and that link is also on the Instagram as well. Perfect. We'll go out and check her out and say hi. <laughs> say um, hi, yes. But thank you. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and we will talk again soon. Yes. Thank you. Please be sure to like, subscribe, rate, and review the Madonna Get Together on your favorite podcast streaming platform. And be sure to follow on Instagram at Madonna Get Together. Until then, my beautiful strangers.